Kate Smiley from The Energy Boutique with your energy forecast for Friday, November 25th. So today we do have the moon in Sagittarius moving out of this fire energy in this new moon window that we just had and moving into Capricorn energy. So anytime we're moving out of Sag energy that is fiery and optimistic and bright and then bites off more than we can chew and dreams up the biggest dream possible, it can feel a little bit low and slow and kind of negative to shift into that earth energy of Capricorn. The Capricorn energy brings us back down to earth, grounds us out, says, okay, I can appreciate your excitement. I can appreciate your optimism and positivity, but are you being realistic? I can appreciate the dreams you just conjured up. I can appreciate the new vision and the goal, but is it achievable? And although we definitely need to refine and define what it is that we're looking to manifest and bring to life, it does kind of feel like a little bit of a negative Nancy, a little bit of a Debbie Downer coming from this flying high raging fire energy of Sag to this low and slow grounded here and now energy of Capricorn. So it's not a bad thing. Capricorn energy is the general foreman, if you you will of the zodiac wheel which means that we get things done we don't mess around we're not fluffing things up we're dealing with things as they come as they need to be dealt with and it's also the manifesting energy of the zodiac so this is where we essentially bring some of these ideas to life so the moon will be going void of course at 2 22 p.m Eastern Standard Time, and we'll be locking into Capricorn energy at 4.19 p.m. There are 14 different aspects here today, so relatively busy day in the cosmos, and nine of them involve the moon. So the moon, while still very much in Sag energy, is going to sit across from directly oppose and maybe get into a little bit of a confrontation with Mars. Mars is the god of war. Mars rules over our physical energy, our drive, our passions, our desires, even our anger, our frustration, and is currently retrograde. So there's a lot of pent up and internalized anger and frustration because we can't exert ourselves out in the world right now. We have to sit within ourselves and really sort things out. He's in Gemini energy, the twins, if you will. So we are definitely sitting in the mental plane, ruler of the mental plane, of course. We are debating our choices, our path, our direction in life. There's a lot of pros and cons to sort out. There's a lot of meeting in the middle to do. And right now, this particular aspect could go one of two ways. First of all, we could very much align with the positivity of both aspects. We could be inspired, fired up, motivated, hell bent, damn well and determined that we are going to do whatever it takes in order to bring certain dreams, goals and visions to life. Or we could really sit in the funk and be so angry and agitated and frustrated that we might not even know what the big dream is. We might not want know what our goals are. Even if we do, we don't know what the plan is. We don't know how we're going to bring them to life. We don't know what the next move is. And that can be very, very frustrating. I would hope that we're all able to manage this particular energy uh, properly and tap into the positive vibes of this particular aspect. But 
because it is an opposition, because there is this room for conflict, it is really going to come down to how aware of our energy, our emotions, our inner narrative we actually are, and how quick we are to intervene in our inner realm and try to flip the script. So you know what, may the odds be in all of our favors. Mercury is going to go ahead and trine Chiron. This is a good energy, a good vibe. If you find yourself with the earlier aspect between the moon and Mars really triggering a lot of negativity, a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, then Mercury trining Chiron is going to help alleviate that. It's going to help lighten the vibe. What it's doing is it's helping us to like open up our minds again to new ways of doing things, to new concepts, to new ideas, to a new path. Um, it's also kind of making us a little bit more open and available to learning from each other, from one another. We've just came out of Scorpio season where we really didn't care to interact with anyone else. We didn't care what anyone else's story was or the information or opinion or knowledge or wisdom that they had to offer. We didn't care. We were on a solo journey. Sagittarius energy wants to put us out in the world again, wants us to kind of share our experiences, share our knowledge, share our wisdom, bounce things off of each other in order to act as the trigger and catalyst for new inspiration and ideas to be triggered within us. The beautiful thing about this particular energy, because of course, Mercury rules over the mental plane, rules over information and communication. Chiron, of course, is retrograde and Aries energy, highlighting for us our wounds and how it is that we have to heal them. This is putting us in a beautiful situation to have some very serious conversations. What I like about this is that Sagittarius energy can be very straightforward, very blunt, very to the point, can come off a little bit cold and rigid because of course we don't really care to put a filter on things even though we should sometimes but what I like about this is that many of us have been biting our tongue because we haven't been able to find the right words or the right way to deliver our truth our message especially around some sensitive topics and themes with people that we love and what I like about this is that we don't give an F anymore okay it's not important how the message is delivered. It's just important that the message gets delivered and gets received. And even if we have to hurt some feelings, if we do come off a little bit too straightforward and in your face, it is going to be well received by the other person. Now that doesn't mean that everything's going to be like, you know, lovey dovey and hunky dory. It just means that we don't care for the fluff. We're ready to get straight to the point we're ready to deliver the message. We're ready to work through the details in a very straight forward, matter of fact kind of way, because we all got to get on the same page. We have some healing to do. We have some growth to do. We have a new path and a new direction that we're looking to take. And we have to have some very serious conversations with the people that we are looking to hopefully move into these experiences, directions and paths with. So it is going to be a little bit of a constructive type of conversation um, where we kind of, you know, stop tippy toeing around and walking on eggshells and just spit it the F out. And I think sometimes that's exactly what we need. So the moon goes ahead and bumps into Uranus in a very, very happy, healthy, harmonizing way. What does this mean? It means that we're having a breakthrough. There's an aha moment. We're, we're having an epiphany here, likely due to the conversations that we're opening up to 
likely due to the mental plane that we are, you know, rapidly trying to reorganize and restructure to open ourselves up to new ways of doing things, thinking about things, new ideas, new dreams, new visions. We're having an aha moment. This is a shift. This is something that once you know, you can't unknow. This is like a new idea, new inspiration that comes all the way in from the higher realms of intelligence through the crown and just gets you right in that heart chakra. Now you're, you're being triggered and activated and, and, and passionate enough to pursue something new. This is opening us up to change in all the right ways. Now, of course, every single time that, you know, we're doing good and we take some steps forward and make some progress, those darker force energies just like to swoop in and suck the freaking magic out of all that we've been able to accomplish. And we have the moon making a square, getting into the boxing ring with Neptune, who is retrograde in its place of power in Pisces. So what do we got here? Well, Neptune rules over our intuition, our soul self, our dreams, our imagination, our fantasy. He also tends to turn the volume all the way up on our hypersensitivities to energy, to people, to places, to things. We get very overwhelmed. And when we talk about overwhelming things, we can't help but to understand that the Sag energy being ruled over by Jupiter, who is about growth and expansion, likes to turn the volume all the way up and magnify whatever it is that we're thinking and feeling. And right now we're thinking and feeling a lot, so much so that there's about 43,000 windows open in our brain. There are There's music and sounds and beeping and we've won jackpots and we don't know how to shut any of the windows down. It's very disorienting, very overwhelming. It's having a hard time to focus on one thing. And because this is a tension point, because this is a boxing ring, it's not going to feel good. And because Neptune is involved, our tendency to want to just shut everything down, to numb, to disassociate, to not deal with life, to not deal with reality, just curl up in a bowl, ball and just kind of wait it out. We may just find ourselves at a tipping point where we feel like we're going to just, you know, run out of energy because we're so exasperated. We're so overwhelmed. We can't think. Everything that we're thinking and feeling doesn't feel like we can even describe it, articulate it, put it into words. And that can be a very overwhelming thought and overwhelming feeling. Venus goes ahead, semi-squares Pluto. Now, let me just say this. Whew, we're going to need to learn how to breathe. We are going to get wound up wound for sound. Why? Well, because Venus, who is all about the heart space, all about new values, what is important to us, all about the heart chakra, all about love and relationships and money and resources in Sagittarius energy, just wanting to have a good time biting off more than we can chew, not really focused on much, almost semi manic, if you will, is entering into this tension point with Pluto. Pluto's the great transformer. And he definitely puts a little bit of a negative spin on things because he needs us to stand in the darkness in order to appreciate the light. And we're going to get wound up, especially when it comes to matters of the heart. And considering the fact that we did a whole hell of a lot of progress and healing earlier in the day, we might have a sudden shift in our heart and in our feelings. What we get here is the overwhelming borderline obsessive energy to want to basically control and manipulate situations and people if we're able to, which of course we shouldn't do. What we also get, because we have to sit in the shadow realm in order to see the light, we also get triggered with jealousy, 
with possessiveness, with uncertainty on what it is that we even want for ourselves, especially when it comes to relationships. We may get fixated on money matters and feel out of control because our financial state isn't so happy and healthy. There are a whole bunch of different ways that this particular energy can manifest and none of that is good. But the moon goes ahead very shortly after and interacts with Pluto in such a way that provides us with an opportunity for growth. Why? Because the positivity, the confidence, the optimism of Sag energy just can't help but to switch up the vibes. Like I mentioned earlier, we don't stay high for too long. We don't stay low for too long. We're constantly badgered back and forth, high and low and everything in between. So the moon interacts with Pluto in such a way that is kind of like, you know, Pluto is, is kind of like emo standing in the darkness there. You know, God of the underworld, all sober and somber and, and powerful in the damage and destruction that he's able to create in life in order for a resurrection, a renewal, and a rebirth to actually take place. And you got the Sag energy, which is just like a, a happy decto unicorn, just trying to poke the god of the underworld into laughing, into being playful. We have an opportunity to change the game. We have an opportunity to change the narrative. We have an opportunity to change the vibe. And you best believe with all this overwhelming Sag energy, again, we're not sitting in the funk for too long. The moon goes ahead, bumps into the true note in such a way that would suggest that now we're really questioning our next step forward, our next play. We're questioning the strategy. We're questioning our mission. We're questioning our path. We're questioning our purpose. The true note is our soul's path. It's our destiny point. It's where it is that we got to be in order to reach our soul's maximum potential here for evolvement. And right now, because of the dark force energies that are trying to, you know, keep us in, in a state of negativity, uh, we're not feeling so hot. We're not feeling so well. We've kind of lacked our luster, if you will. And this moon in Sag is trying very hard to break the mold of this negative funk of these darker vibes. Now, here's where it gets interesting. At 2.22 p.m., this is the last aspect that the moon in Sag will be making before going void, of course. And it's a square with its ruler, Jupiter. So we're getting into the boxing ring with the ruler of the Sag energy, who's sitting on the throne with a crown, who is showing us that we have a whole hell of a lot of growth to do. We have a whole lot of expanding to do, expanding our heart space, expanding our mind, expanding our opportunities, expanding our experience. We have a whole lot of restructuring and reorganizing to do as far as our belief system goes. And we have a whole lot of opportunity and abundance awaiting us all along the horizon that this cluster F of energy, these dark force narratives are preventing us from actually going. We're blocking ourselves at this point. So what we know to be true is that Jupiter turns the volume all the way up, magnifies whatever it is that we're thinking and feeling. And right now we're feeling the funk. We're feeling the darkness. Do we want to feel it? Absolutely not. Do we have a choice in the matter? Well, I would say yes, but it's going to take some very conscious, um, I'm going to say examining of the inner narrative and seeing what the problem actually is, identifying the primary root cause of our feelings of doubts and fears and insecurities at this point and overriding the system. Now, 
this is definitely going to kind of, I'm going to say clam us up. We're a little bit hesitant. We're a little bit resistant to the opportunities of growth and expansion right now. We don't want to grow. What we want to do is we just want to curl up in bed until this energy passes. And we can't do that right now. Why? Because we're in a very short window of accelerated manifestation. We have work to do. We've been stalled out in Scorpio season and eclipse season for far too long. We have no time to waste. And this little cluster F from the dark force energies, they think that they're going to get us in a state of paralysis and prevent us from actually dreaming a bigger dream and projecting ourselves so freaking far on our futuristic path that we're not going to do anything. We're just going to be so overwhelmed that we do nothing. Well, we have to boss up. We have to show them different. Now, the moon is going to go void, of course. And again, when the moon is void, things get shaky. Things are uncertain. The fears, the doubts, the insecurities come in. We question everything. We're not supposed to commit to anything. We're not supposed to want to make any choices or decide on anything. But the intensity and urgency to do so is very much alive and well. The moon locks into Capricorn energy. Again, 419 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're definitely going to feel that lull. We're definitely going to feel that high hit a very low low. We have Mercury interacting with the true note. This is a interaction between our thoughts, our ideas, trying to strategize and project ourselves on our futuristic path in order for us to conjure up the strategy that we need to make the next move. Now, this could put us in a very awkward situation because, again, the, the vibe is not legit right now. This could make us question everything. It could make us, you know, spiral in the dark narrative. It could make us really focused on the fears, the doubts, the insecurities, or it could really push us into a new level of having power over our mental narrative and what it is that we focus on and what it is that we pour our attention into. And instead of allowing the amount of change that we are about to jump into overwhelm us to a state of paralysis, we could switch that fear, those doubts, that insecurity into excitement and anticipation for something new, for growth, for opportunity, for a new adventure. The choice is yours. The moon goes ahead, bumps into Uranus in not the nicest way. The moon is in Capricorn now. And Uranus energy is retrograde and Taurus energy. So we got some earth on earth and you best believe negative Nancy is coming out to play. Why? Because we got to ground ourselves out. We got to be a little bit more realistic. And the profound ideas and inspirations that we had earlier from this Uranian energy. Now the moon in Capricorn wants to see what is actual, practical, logical and able to be achieved. And sometimes that doesn't feel so good. But I've been giving you all warnings about how Sag season, we're supposed to run with the highs and bite off more than we can chew and dream the biggest dream possible, knowing that we're likely going to be disappointed when we move into Capricorn season and we got to come back down to earth and actually get logical and practical on what it is that we can actually do about bringing certain dreams and visions into our reality. So this is almost like a precursor, if you will, what we can expect with the Capricorn energy, because again, general foreman comes in, we ain't messing around, right? We're taking a look at the plans. We're taking a look at the progress and we are being highly critical and highly judgmental of not only what it is that we've accomplished, but what it is that we're setting out to accomplish and whether we're not actually biting off more than we can chew. 
Venus goes ahead, trines Chiron. This is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. This is a great time for us to realize, again, because of the earlier energies that didn't feel so good, where it is that we got a little bit out of control, where it is that we were wound a little bit too tight, where it is that, you know what, we, we did touch on jealousy, we touched on possessiveness, we touched on the want, need and desire to control the situations and the people around us. We understand now that we can't control it. We can't micromanage. Venus is now like, you know what, I didn't like that vibe that I was sitting in that was really ugly. I hate being like that. Let's open up our heart space. Let's talk about it. I, I you know, I'm sorry. I just want you to be you. I want to be me. I feel like there's a lot of potential that we have here to really align and support one another. I, I'm sorry that I was stuck on the negatives. I only see the beauty in life right now. And it's a good vibe. And guess what? We're going to run with it. And guess what? We're going to be a little bit more clear on what it is that we value, who it is that we value, the relationships that we deem to be of worth, of value, who it is that we actually want to share our time, energy and space with, and what it is that actually gives us a sense of happiness and joy and healing the wounds that we just became aware of that we sat in earlier in the day. Mars and Pluto, the god of war and the god of the underworld, come together in a harmonious aspect that you best believe is going to boss us up in ways that we have not felt in a very long time. Why? Well, because Pluto wants nothing more than for us to stand in our power, stand in our authority, take control over our lives, especially our thoughts. And Mars, who is the god of war, ruling over our physical energy, our drive, our passion, even our anger, is retrograde in Gemini energy that rules over our thoughts. We've been going back and forth and up and down and pros and cons, light and dark, hot and cold. Pluto's like, you know what? Enough. Okay, enough. Choose one. Let's pour our energy into one. Just choose one for now. We'll take it so far. If we run into a roadblock where we have to kind of revise our plans, we'll do so. But for God's sakes, just align with what makes you happy. What choices do you currently have on the table? What choice would bring you closer to or further away from your grand vision, your grand dream, your grand goal. And for all intents and purposes, let's put our warrior vibe on our, I'm going to say, um, general foreman white hat on. Let's take control over this situation. The moon goes ahead, bumps into the sun. The moon is in Capricorn. The sun is in Sag. What do we get with earth and fire? Well, if it is balanced, we have a beautiful fire that can keep us warm, that can keep the passion, the desire continuously going. If we have too much earth, which is too much action, too much negativity, too much of the here and now, that earth can totally put out the flames of passion, desire, excitement. If we have too much fire, we're going to burn the whole freaking forest to the ground. Right. So the moon being in Capricorn wants us to just get a grip, 
what do we have to clean up? What do we have to tie up the loose ends with in our past or in our here and now before we go gallivanting off into the sunset with our big dreams and our big goals that are probably too big for us to achieve, right? We got negative Nancy in the moon here saying, okay, listen, I get it. You want to move forward, but guess what? You've left a mess. You have to clean up the mess before you can move forward. The sun is over here, shining a bright light on our dreams, on our vision, on our goals, on our adventures, on our quest. We're so freaking excited to jump into the new, but the moon is like, Hey, hold up. You got to clean up the old, right? Is it going to feel good? No. Is it supposed to? No. What are we going to do about it? Recognize what we have to tie up as far as the loose ends of the past go before we get down to the nitty gritty creating and manifesting the elements of our future. The last aspect of the day, the moon semi squares gets in a little bit of a tussle with Saturn who rules over Capricorn energy. Saturn is an Aquarius energy. Capricorn and Aquarius energy because their earth and air are very, very different worlds apart. The Aquarian energy is futuristically focused, wants to really look and see what it is that we need to do, especially to make other people happy. The Capricorn energy, although has a whole lot of roles and responsibilities and commitments and obligations to other people, are very, very concerned with the greater, grander whole. Right. So we do have that in common. The thing about it is, is that the Aquarian energy that Saturn is currently sitting in is all about ideas. Capricorn energy doesn't care to sit around and think and conjure up different versions and think about the possibilities. Capricorn wants to act. Capricorn wants to do And so there is this little cluster F of energy here because the Saturn energy wants us to slow down, wants us to ground out, wants us to see where it is that we're being blocked and restricted and held back from going after what it is that we want, going after building new systems, foundations and structures in our lives. Because, of course, we have to clean up the elements of the past. There are certain loose ends that are going to trip us up if we don't cut them now and clean them up and put them in the proper spot. We can't go dancing off into the sunset willy nilly, ready to cut the cords with the past without actually dealing with the circumstances of the past. So again, not going to feel good. It's not supposed to. We are going to feel the weight of the world of our roles and responsibilities very heavily on our shoulders in order to do what we have to do to clean the slate from the past in order to have a clean slate in the here and now so that we have a space to start building in as far as the new dreams, new visions and new goals go.